Hey everyone, before we start the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live podcast coming up next Friday, March 8th at 6.30 p.m. at Downtown Cinemas in downtown Las Vegas. We'll be talking about the new Blumhouse horror film, Imaginary. Joining me on the panel, we've got Jimmy Gonzalez, Tom Devlin, and Nick Woods. It's going to be a really fun time. Also, Downtown Cinemas is doing a promotion. You should bring your imaginary friend with you because you'll get a free upgrade on your popcorn to share with your imaginary buddy so come on out it's going to be a great time we're going to get into this movie imaginary talk puzzle pieces have a fun conversation we hope to see you there links and information and how to win tickets in the show notes Alright, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. But today on the show, it is one of our monthly trailer roundups where Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year joins me and we take a look at trailers for a whole bunch of movies coming out in the coming month, that is April 2023, and try to guess some puzzle pieces just based off the trailers and uh yeah we got a whole bunch of movies to talk about we're talking about 12 this month and honestly that's not even covering some of the biggest releases it's a stacked month so it's a good time to be a movie fan before we get to our april 2023 trailers as we always do on these episodes i gotta take a quick look back at all of the movies we covered last month the episodes that we did and Read some listener puzzle pieces, because we do have some for some of the movies that we talked about. So it was a kind of a short month, March, for the podcast, because we also had the uh, Academy Awards Predictions episode. also had a special episode on a film that I scored called Move Me No Mountain. So we only had three uh, new full episodes. We had Cocaine Bear, which of course was a live show and uh, Creed 3 and 65. So starting off with Cocaine Bear, uh, first of all, Michael Keane, who was on that show, he finally remembered the movie he was trying to think of during the live recording that, uh, that he couldn't think of during you know the actual show, and that was called The Cocaine Fiends. So throw that in there as a listener puzzle piece, so to speak. But then also John Brogdon, actually went and made a letterbox list for us, which is awesome, with a whole bunch of puzzle pieces. Uh, Without a Paddle, Out Cold, Strange Wilderness, Lake Placid, Tremors, and Arachnophobia. So a lot of great puzzle pieces there. Thank you, John, for writing in with those. And uh, everybody else, be like John. Send us a whole letterbox list of pieces. I, I love it. We'll read them whenever you do that. So... The other one is Creed 3, which uh, Chad Clinton Freeman, our buddy Chad, wrote in uh, that he would have included Rocky 4, which, you know, we get a lot of Rocky talk in there, of course, but uh, specifically Rocky 4 he would have brought up, and Warrior, the Tom Hardy film. So uh, those were the ones for Creed 3, and then the other episode was 65, which, quite frankly, I don't think anybody saw, and nobody sent in any. Uh, extra puzzle pieces so uh you know if you ever do watch 65 and then listen to that episode and then have a puzzle piece still send it in but um 
I have a feeling that movie's not going to be remembered in a month or two. I guess we'll see what happens. I was so excited for it, but, you know, just kind of came and went. But we got a lot of movies to cover in April. So if you are listening to an episode and you think of a puzzle piece, please send them in either by Twitter and our Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces Facebook group or just by email, and I will read them on the next trailers episode. And thank you for being out there and listening. Let's talk about some April 2023 movies. Jason Harris is back with us for another month of trailers. Jason, how's it going? Dave, that's all I got. <laughs> you know, there's, there's movies for us to talk about, so that'll, that'll fill the conversation. Let's do it. It's a movie trailer, not a Jason How You're Doing <laughs> show or whatever yeah for sure yeah we'll we'll hear a little bit more along the way but let's do as we usually do a quick look back at the month of march and all the movies that we talked about on the last trailer episode i don't think i've seen anything on there and i as you know i had a, a rough month with a lot of personal yeah. stuff so dave why don't you tell us what you've seen and what you liked there you go i will do that far away didn't see i don't even know if it came out made no noise if it did uh champions i heard is exactly how it looked you know fun but i did not see it scream six a big big movie i actually did not get around to that either maybe i'll get to it one day like we talked about on the episode it's just i'm kind of just out with the scream movies at this point so maybe one of these days luther the fallen son my dad watched at wax tracks while i was sitting behind him so i heard the movie uh didn't watch it but as you know i never watched the series either so kind of uh didn't mean much to me punch is another movie kind of like far away that i don't think actually came out there is no anything about it anywhere so i'm not sure with that one now getting to some stuff that i did see 65 we covered on the show uh not great just okay inside i also have an episode recorded uh with willem dafoe uh as a you have really an good... episode recorded with willem dafoe I wish Willem Dafoe was on that episode, but uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's a good uh, movie, though. Um, definitely check that one out when it comes out. I think you'll like that. A Snowy Day in Oakland was a uh, very uh, silly-looking movie, which uh, this is one of those straight-to-VOD movies that I don't think anybody knows if it came out. Children of the Corn did come out, though, and uh, I heard it is absolutely terrible. Um, I wasn't planning on watching it, but, you know... I guess people who want to watch those movies will see it. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, I saw, uh, planned an episode, which I'll be recording next week, uh, is a lot of fun. I think I had mentioned this when we did the recording, that the early buzz was that it's a lot better than it looks, and it really was a lot better than it looks. Uh, I think you'll love it. I mean, it's just a fun, old-school adventure movie. I just, they, they, you know, and I think it'll do well, but, like, they should fire whoever built the trailers because those trailers made it look so bad yeah i agree completely so uh a good person the the new zach braff film uh that i did not see at the i think it came out today at the time of recording uh which the same goes for tetris which i did see and i loved and it's today's episode at the time of recording of piecing it together uh surprisingly one of my favorite movies of the year so far um we're only three months down though i know but i wouldn't have expected it to be much of anything yeah i'm excited i mean you know as we're gonna see here apple tv you know they're they're really ramping up and going all in and maybe they'll have like one big one a month now 
Yeah, absolutely. And the other movie that we didn't like specifically cover, but we mentioned was finally coming after we did cover it like a year ago and it got delayed for a year. Guy Ritchie's Operation Fortune finally came out, but I still haven't gotten to see it. So, well, I don't think you're going to be allowed to unless you call it Rouge de Guerre. (laughs) Rouge de Guerre. That is the full name. Uh, Let's start off April's movies with uh, Paint. This movie with Owen Wilson as a Bob Ross-style painter uh, who feels threatened by this new woman painter who shows up and is proving to be more popular than him. Uh, It'll be in theaters April 7th. Also stars Michaela Watkins and Stephen Root. And I don't know, this looks like the kind of movie that would have been really funny in the 2000s, but I don't know, it just seems kind of played out a little bit, maybe? I think it looked... Good. I'm excited that Owen Wilson is going back and doing something a little different here, you know, that mm-hmm. maybe he would have done in the 90s or 2000s. You know, it's really about these kind of uh, pompous people who will go to any lengths to protect their ego, right? So, yeah. you know, Wonder Boys, Can You Ever Forgive Me, uh, the Mariel Heller movie. And then even sure. last year, I got tinges of... Uh, the Adam Driver character in White Noise from this. Oh, sure. Yeah, I could see that. That's uh, that's that's a great, like, weird kind of character who's kind of, like, falling apart at the seams. But, uh, yeah, I, I put in Anchorman, uh, talking about those kind of 2000s uh, comedies, and especially a guy who's, like, threatened by this, uh, this woman who's kind of shown up and showed him up. Uh, so I had that one. I also had Anger Management, uh, maybe there's a better Sandler movie, but I mean, this guy seems like he's, uh, you know, he's got some kind of issues. So I thought anger management would be a, a good comparison to make there. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it. Uh, you know, cautiously optimistic, I guess you could say. Uh, I think it's going to be good. I think also like it's a little um, a less broad than I think you're taking it. But maybe hmm. maybe you're right. I don't know. We haven't seen the movie yet. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, next up on Netflix is Chupa, which will be out April 7th, uh, which is the horribly named Chupacabra fantasy adventure movie that's coming to Netflix starring Damien Bashir and Christian Slater and a bunch of kids who I, I don't actually know if I recognize any of them from anything. Uh, but yeah, these kids find a Chupacabra and they uh, keep it hidden from all the adults and they have some kind of fantasy adventure. I think we've seen like the horror version of this, right? They've probably made Chupacabra horror movies before and everything. So Sure, yeah. I remember in college, my buddy Brian McNamara made a uh, made a movie about uh, uh, maybe he was another student who uh, was keeping a Chupacabra as a pet. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's the type of fun things you used to do in college. <laughs> but yeah, no, this I, I I have two obvious ones, E.T. and Gremlins. And uh-huh. now for my favorite puzzle piece that I've ever given you on this show, uh-huh. the ill-fated, often forgotten, underwhelming 1996 movie Project Alf. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Was there an ALF movie? I don't even remember. It was so bad. I remember being excited because I liked ALF growing up. And then I'm like, cool, they're making an ALF movie. But it had none of the tanners or no references to the TV show. It was just like the government trying to track and like, you know, test on him and, you know, own him because he's an alien and he had to escape. But it was it was very bad. 
Wow. Well, that, that's great. That's uh, I, I'm glad I get to type that into my tags on the website Project now as Elf. something that's been used. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also had ET, of course. I mean, that's the the obvious one. I also put Okja, uh, which I actually never saw, but um, you know, a magical creature in a Netflix movie. So I thought, why not? Yeah. Wow. I think we're both getting to the point where we're like. As you'll see later on, I'm like, hey, this this trailer reminded me of another trailer from a movie I haven't seen. So, <laughs> so uh, next up, limited release, uh, How to Blow Up a Pipeline, coming April 7th, and then it'll be expanding from there. Based on this uh, book, uh, an activism book, basically, about fighting back against the oil industry and uh, using force to destroy stuff to do that. And... Uh, it's a very popular book, and I, I know the uh, early buzz about this movie is that it's great. Oh, that's exciting. I'm excited, uh, you know, to hear that. Yeah, one of mine for this one, I never saw that movie Promised Land with Matt Damon, okay. where he goes down and like, ah, we're going to, you know, take all your oil and make your schools better and, you know, give you guys a supermarket. And they're like, F you, this is our land. So, like, that was yeah. kind of one. But, you know, um, the the East... Uh, the Brit Marling movie, which we mentioned on sure. an awesome movie year uh, this season when we did uh, Sound of My Voice, because that was about like eco terrorism to protect something. So that's the closest one I got. And then, yeah. you know, we had those like Aaron Brockovich and a civil action, more courtroom style stuff, which this doesn't look like, but kind of dealing with similar themes. Yeah, sure. No, I, I really like uh, bringing up the East. If I do cover this movie, I'm stealing that one because that's a uh, that's a really good one. Maybe so. I'll, maybe we could do an episode together, and you could you could mention, it and I'll be like, "Good pick, bro." <laughs> God damn it, Dave. Yeah, I had um, first Reformed and Mother as two movies that are both like really angry about people destroying the planet, and so this kind of feels like it continues on that. Uh, that theme, even if they're obviously very different movies. And then the other one I had, which maybe is a, a stretch, but um, I, I put Fight Club because of like the opposite end of a Project Mayhem, like using it for good, all these like disenfranchised, angry young people. Um, so, you know, just that kind of a society uh, thing where, where everybody's coming together to make change although in that case it's for really bad change so. that's cool albert brooks's yeah. mother interesting pick wait what's happening here big debbie reynolds fan are you <laughs> let's go to back on the strip we got to get a vegas movie in here so i figured why not even though this is one of those movies that'll probably disappear uh but it's a limited release on april 14th this is a, a comedy wesley snipes is in it tiffany haddish bill bellamy phase on love jb smooth um it's it's about basically male strippers and uh i don't know looks kind of funny it's uh it's not just about male strippers it's like uh hey we're putting the band back together we right. were like the popular act like i don't i couldn't even remember i remember uh, maybe a year ago you and i covered that uh on this uh, on this show uh one of the trailers was for like those old guys who used to be like really good at kung fu and then had to get back together to like save someone oh, and I'm like yeah i remember that it was like a year or two ago yeah, already yeah we're yeah. Uh, we're we're eating ourselves on this uh you know <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one <laughs> but you know i mean look pick your favorite stripper movie here right you know showgirls magic mike i i did the full monty because yeah. of you know the their old out of shape guys and then if you're going to put the band back together, you got to mention Blues Brothers. 
Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Magic Mike was on my list. The Full Monty was on my list as well. Also, like, not a movie, but, like, because it is based in Vegas and it is around male strippers, I just put the Chippendale show. And, I mean, their their group is even called the Ch- Chocolate Chips, I believe, um, in, in this movie. So, clearly, that's got to be a reference. So, um, you know, yeah, I don't know. It could be fun. I guess we'll we'll see. Uh, hopefully I finally get around to Ruse de Guerre one of these days and figure out how to say that. But, uh, our next movie is Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, which he already has another movie out, which this movie is specifically called Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, uh, everywhere. That's where it's listed. I don't know. It's weird. But April 21st in theaters, uh, it stars Jake Gyllenhaal as a Marine who was rescued by a civilian in Afghanistan. Uh, and then I guess he finds out that he's like going through some kind of trouble. And so he goes back to Afghanistan to help him. That, that's what him. it seemed like. There was like a whole thing. And then he needed to go back because he felt they had a covenant, right? Or they had a pact right. that he had to go save them. And he's going in to extract like the movie Extraction, mm. you know, him on his there own and whatnot. So. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal uh, military movies. You got to go with Jarhead there, right? And sure, he seems like you know one of these guys who's like on a mission to f up whoever gets in his way. It kind of reminded me of the Benicio del Toro character at Sicario. Okay. And, and there's a lot of Homeland style vibes into this thing. Yeah, I could see some Homeland in there as well, and. I, I think, like, I mean, I, I also put Saving Private Ryan because you're going back for, like, this one guy. So, you know, I had that in there. Um, but, yeah, the the thing that stood out to me the most about this trailer, I put 13 Hours, the Michael Bay war movie, because this doesn't feel like a Guy Ritchie movie, really. It feels more like either when Michael Bay tries to get serious or uh, who's the guy that Mark Wahlberg does all those true story, uh, Berg, Peter, Peter Berg. Berg. Yeah, like one of his movies. Like, it doesn't really feel Guy Ritchie-ish, which is kind of weird considering they put his name in the title. Well, I mean, he seems to be experimenting a little more, right? Like, he does one traditional Guy Ritchie movie and then something different, maybe. So, Yeah, I guess we're still getting Aladdin, too. So we'll be talking about next year. (laughs) Is that with Will Smith? or? Uh, Yeah, I think he's back. What are we doing, guys? Can we stop? (laughs) What's happening here? Next up is Chevalier on April 21st in theaters, stars Kelvin Harrison Jr. And uh, is a true story about a black French violinist who was a musical prodigy, but society he lived in stood in his way because of, of course, racism in this case. I think he has an affair with Marie Antoinette or something, too. Um, this is supposed to be really good. Is it? It, lo- it looks yeah. fun. It reminds me of the Bill Burr joke of, you know, how many different situations can we put... Uh the black person in that like society won't accept, you know, uh-huh. and it's like, you know, uh, yeah, what is he on a ping pong team now? And, you know, only whites <laughs> can play ping pong or whatever it is. So, so every know. time it'll work. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So I, so my, my movie of that was remember the Titans, you know, where, mm-hmm. uh, but then, uh, it definitely felt like Amadeus. And I also put eight mile in there of these, you know, underdogs coming up and taking over the world yeah right on that's that's a good one to throw in there uh my version of remember the titans would be devotion from last year 
which, you know, that, that seems like that kind of a movie there. And then, of course, I also had Amadeus on my list. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, Kelvin Harrison Jr. is really good. I really liked Waves and Loose. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's really good. So I'm excited to see what he's going to do there. Next up is Ghosted on April 21st on Apple TV+. Plus. It's a uh, action rom-com with Chris Evans and Anna de Armas from uh, Dexter Fletcher, director of Eddie the Eagle and Rocket Man. She turns out to be CIA, and uh, wacky stuff happens. Yeah. So it's funny, because I had this movie that we were developing in Ireland called Stupid American. And mm-hmm. uh, when I watched the first part of this preview, I was like, oh, man, did they... St- not that they stole it, but did they beat me to a marketplace? All I needed yeah. was Chris Evans. But the idea, sure. like, uh, in this one, they actually go out, and then he never hears from her again. In mine, it's a guy flirting with a woman. Uh, and then he surprises her, you know, like on an app or whatever. And then he surprises her from flying to Vegas to Ireland to go meet her. And of mm. course she wants nothing to do with it. But my mistake is I made it a traditional rom-com and didn't make it an action movie, which is yeah. the new genre, yeah. action romance, right? We're going back to yep. that now. So Lost City from last year, right? Stuff like yep. that. Uh, obviously, True Lies and Mr. and Mrs. Smith were kind of the big ones. Also, a movie I never saw, The Bounty Hunter with Gerard Butler and Jennifer Aniston. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that movie. I, I, I don't even remember if I ever saw it. But, but yeah, uh, True Lies is a great one to include. Miss, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, of course. Like, that's the first one you got to bring up. And then, yeah, I actually had The Lost City on my <laughs> list. So, you know, it seems like we're, like, kind of bringing this kind of subgenre back. So, uh I think J-Lo had one last year, too, didn't she? It was kind of like just like this. Shotgun, um, where she was... Shotgun uh, Wedding, yeah. Oh, they got captured or whatever. Right, it turn, turn, it's a rom-com turned into a You know, a that was a movie. huge hit on streaming from what I heard. I think so, yeah. So, go for J-Lo. But, uh, next up is Bo is Afraid, Ari Aster's follow-up to Midsommar. Coming April 21st to theaters from A24 and starring Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, it looks like this magical realism adventure about a very, very anxiety-riddled man. And Ari Aster himself has already said that this is basically the Jewish Lord of the Rings. So take that off the list. <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, it's funny. Uh, this was... I could. Well, I was watching this and I was like, man, Dave must be so excited by this trailer and everything. <laughs> yeah. It looks wild. It looks... I mean, it also looks like something a24 would do like is it like, mm-hmm. i know it's not the same but like you know there are elements that we might have uh seen it everything everywhere all at once last year mm-hmm. that could fit into here but i did try to go with some of those uh ideas that you're talking about where the the, the journey and everything first there's this whole thing where the mother tells him what a disappointment he is and i was like man that was the northman um among other but <laughs> yeah. uh i i never saw the walter mitty movie with ben affleck ben affleck but ben stiller and i've yeah, definitely never yeah. seen the one with ben affleck because i don't think it exists but <laughs> yeah not yet i, I think it was your j-lo reference that popped that into my head but i know that movie's gotten like really a lot of uh that's one that's been reassessed and people really love it i'd like to watch that but um this felt to me like a Charlie Kaufman movie. And I thought, you know, Dave, why don't you pick the Charlie Kaufman movie you want us to <laughs> to mention here? Cause I thought there were yeah. at least two or three you could mention. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Synecdoche in New York would definitely be like the, the first one I would go to, but certainly you can go to almost all of his films because 
yeah, I mean, neurotic, anxiety-riddled white guys who are kind of losing grip on reality like that is definitely yeah, what a was Charlie the, Kaufman thing. The last one on Netflix. What was uh, that? Yeah, I'm I'm thinking of ending things. Yeah, that was kind yep. of where I was going with it. So Yeah, you can go with either one. But yeah, I really like Secret Life of Walter Mitty as a piece here. Like that definitely feels like uh what's going on here. And uh the other one I put in was Uncut Gems, speaking of more A twenty four here. Uh you know, people have talked a lot about like these movies that are anxiety inducing. And it seems like he's almost taking that like to the ultimate level of uh, maybe even pushing past the envelope to the point where it's a little bit of parody of that kind of idea in this case. And it, it seems like Ari Aster in the promotional trail is like really playing up the idea that this is a comedy com- straight up. A, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think he is trying to like play with that idea a lot and play with what an A24 movie is quote unquote. So, uh, yeah, I, I can't wait for that movie. So, uh, next up is, are you there? God, it's me, Margaret coming to theaters, April 28th, based on the beloved Judy Bloom novel. And, uh, about a teenage girl trying to figure out her own identity and her, uh, religious, relationships and stars Rachel McAdams, uh, Abby Ryder, Fortson, L Graham, Benny Safdie is in it and Kathy Bates. Mm. And it uses, uh, the trailer uses the great George Harrison song, you know, what is my life without love? Which I always remember from the longest day sequence in, uh, Goodfellas where it's just perfect. You oh, know? nice. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, which this movie, not really similar to Goodfellas, but I was happy <laughs> really. to hear that song. By the way, that triple album that that's on from George Harrison's probably one of the great albums all all time. All that, uh, all what, what was that album? All things, all must, things pass. must pass. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you know, look, uh, eighth grade. Uh, you know, you, you're going to pick your coming of age stories here, right? So yeah, eighth grade, and then their their kind of uh, realization into womanhood i guess or discovering that what sexuality is that that reminded me of welcome to the dollhouse which Mm -hmm. uh, of course we covered an awesome movie here and then i thought you know wasn't there like a beezes and ramona movie out a few years ago one of these beloved uh uh books that they turned into a movie and we'll see how this one turns out yeah, I think you're right. I forget what that was, but yeah, I, I think you're right about that. But um, yeah, I had Welcome to the Dollhouse too, and I was wondering, like, I I don't know this for sure, but was Welcome to the Dollhouse supposed to be like a darker take on a Judy Bloom kind of book? Like, was that the idea? Uh, I don't think so. Not to my knowledge. I just think Todd Solon's like uh, really just <laughs> beating people up. So. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I did cheat a little bit, uh, not on purpose, but I was looking at this movie on uh, Wikipedia and saw that uh, Judy Bloom like waited for years and years and years to sell these rights until The Edge of Seventeen came out, and like that's what made her want to allow it to be made into a movie. So you know, obviously, it's the same director and producer with James L. Brooks and and Kelly Freeman Craig, who is the actual director. But I would assume that that movie, The Edge of Seventeen, is an inspiration here. As right, well. right. I, that's what I was saying. You take either one of those, uh, or any one of these kind of coming of age tales, and that makes sense. Yeah. Well, next up, Big George Foreman in theaters April twenty eighth. Uh, which I, I got to say, this 
didn't even look like a real movie when I watched the trailer. Did it feel <laughs> it, just... it? It kind of felt like they were taking that uh, music biopic, and then mm-hmm. instead of like playing the songs, yep. they're playing the hits, quote unquote. Yeah. you know. Yep. There you go. Nice, nice, nice dig on that. Uh, I like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's so cheap looking, and it just it looks. I don't know, just so second rate. I don't know. I, I'm not like obviously a sports guy, so like, you know, I, I don't know George Foreman that well other than, you know, just some of the I know there's a grill. So I I know that. I mean, you know? he's a colorful human being, right? Who like uh, you know, had sitcoms and the grill and like he's a big personality, but also like he was like the hardest hitter in the seventies and then Ali beat him and then mm-hmm. everyone thought it was over. And then he came back in the nineties when he, everyone thought he was too old and he beat Michael Moore for the championship, which they make into this huge deal. And it was a big deal that he won the championship, but like Michael Moore, I don't think really goes down as one of the great heavyweights. So I think they're going to, they're, they're probably like, you know, trying to amp him up here, but uh, mm. Hey man, George Foreman deserves a biopic. I'm, I'm down for that. I, mean, I don't know if yeah. I'm going to watch this one, but uh yeah, well, Forrest see. Whitaker is the uh, the coach, right? right? And 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 he's great. So. That that's what I that's what I took from it too. Like you know, and yeah. the guy who was playing Ali does a pretty spot on Ali there. So I mean, that's you know, Ali was the first pick for me in this because those two are always tied together, and you know that that's a thing. So yeah, uh, sure. I always recommend the boxing documentary uh, when we were kings, and. um I thought I I was like, you know, it's tough. I was like, do I pick a movie here where someone finds religion? I I just went instead with the old boxer beating a younger foe with Rocky four. Cool. Yeah. Rocky four for sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, Ali, obviously I also threw Cinderella man in there. Um, yeah. The only other like angle I was looking at it, you know, just from a trailer, obviously, but it just seems very, uh, spiritual. So like, it kind of feels like it's, maybe going to fit in with like a lot of those uh spiritual movies that come out that none of us ever really see but you know they they come to theaters and like those groups end up going to see them and they make quite a bit of money so you know i don't know it seems like it might be inspired by some of that stuff maybe the kurt warner movie or something like that something like that so next up another disney remake although this one from david lowry so i mean who knows maybe it could be something but peter pan and wendy it'll be on disney plus april 28th which is of course a new adaptation of peter pan david lowry who kind of goes back and forth between making like really exciting interesting indie movies and then disney type stuff he did pete's dragon now he's doing this but he had also in between done a ghost story and the green knight so uh I don't know. I, I could maybe be interested. Plus, Jude Law is in it, and I'm always excited about Jude Law. So. I think I'm more excited since it's David Lowry, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, I recently watched Wendy, the Ben Zeitlin right. movie, yeah. uh, uh, because we covered Beasts of the Southern Wild on Awesome Movie Year. And Wendy was a real disappointment. So this, uh, I, I don't know what to make of this. But the movie that these that both that one and this one reminds me of that really is a home run and I don't think it's enough credit for knocking it out of the park the way it did is uh where the wild things are. Mm, yeah, sure. That 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 would definitely uh that would feel like especially like, you know, all of all that stuff with the kids and everything and being on the island and so yeah, I, I could see that for sure. Yeah, otherwise I had trouble with this one because, you know, 
we I joked on the uh, the Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio episode about how like I am so unfamiliar with these stories because I haven't seen them in like thirty plus years that I was mixing up bits and pieces of the Peter Pan story with the Pinocchio story in my head as to like what happened. So just going off a trailer, there wasn't really that much for me to go with here, other than all the Disney remakes. So that's basically all I got on this one. All right, fair enough. Fair you tried, enough. Dave. I tried. So, last up for the month, the one I'm most excited about, of course, Sisu will be in theaters Dude, April 28th. Are you excited? What a what a wonderful gift they have given <laughs> us with this film. Like, yeah. oh, the trailer, just mm, chef's kiss, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You didn't see John Wick Chapter 4 yet, did you? No, fun fact, Dave, I've still never seen a John Wick movie. That's insane. Well, anyway, they, they show this uh, this trailer before that and like big letters, you know, from the studio that brought you John Wick. And as soon as that knife goes in that guy's head, the oh, whole theater went wonderful. nuts. It was wonderful. it was great. Yeah, <laughs> this is the stuff that we've talked about our type of movie where it's basically like grindhouse on cocaine stuff. Just <laughs> yeah. uh, give me the popcorn and let's uh, let's just watch this uh amazing uh older man just take out the entire nazi brigade right so uh you know older man's special set of skills taken obviously nobody was kind of the one this most felt like to me mm -hmm. and then uh you know uh killing a bunch of nazis uh we're gonna go with the glorious bastards of course yeah i had in glorious bastards on mine also the video game wolfenstein 3d is all about killing nazis so i had that um and then the central premise of this guy finding gold and having to like make it back to somewhere that movie gold was zach efron from oh, a couple yeah, years ago fun. also buster scrubs yeah there you go that works too for that so yeah this is gonna be a fun one to watch and uh a really fun one to cover too so uh, i'm looking forward to Charlie that. chaplin's the gold rush this is clearly you know a homage to the history of film Yes, absolutely. So there are a lot more movies coming in April. We will quickly just run through some of these. Um, I want to skip to the end first, though, because Evil Dead Rise will be in theaters April 21st, the same day as I'm doing another live podcast at Maya Cinemas here in North Las Vegas. So I'm very excited about that. Are you a fan of the Evil Dead movies, Jason? I am a fan. Um, yeah. You know. Uh, so not being asked to be on that podcast really <laughs> kicking the nuts, bro. Got to spread the love around, but you no, will you, be on no, the, you don't. the next you, one. You have at least one of the same guests as the last time. Well, I wonder if I could have two of the same guests <laughs> as the last time. <laughs> well, we, we will be getting you back on. That's I all promise. good, man. So. Yeah. But you will be on the episode on air, which won't be a live one, but it'll be you and Josh Bell both joining me to talk about Ben Affleck's new film. So uh, very excited about people that. Are, uh, people are way into it, it seems like, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. Well. Seems to be return to form for sure, which I think we kind of uh, expected. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, in theaters, April 5th. Also, April 5th is the Super Mario Brothers movie, which, of course, me being a Mario guy, I can't wait for it, even if it is just an Illumination kids movie, which, yeah, I'm not really a big fan of those Illumination movies, but... Well, I mean, they went with them for a reason, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. People, people love that stuff. So, uh, another movie, actually, that's a, a big weekend, April fourteenth, because the next three are all April fourteenth. 
Um, we've got Renfield, of course, uh, with Nicolas Cage as Dracula, which uh, should be ridiculous and hopefully fun. I mean, hopefully if it really plays up the horror it looks, comedy. It looks great. It looks yeah, great. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, on the same day, another movie that I don't think people realize is a comedy, uh, The Pope's Exorcist with Russell Crowe. Um, I, I actually got confirmed by the director on Twitter that yes, it is a comedy because I watched that trailer and I was cracking up. I thought it was very evil dead and how it approaches like an exorcism story. And Russell Crowe is just really like hamming it up with that accent. Can I just say, yeah, Nicolas Cage, now that he's back in like everyone loves him, mm-hmm. Russell Crowe's the new Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah, it seems that way. I'm serious. Is, he's doing such weird shit, but I think this one's going to be great. I can't wait. I'm I'm so excited. I did not get that it was a comedy at all, but... Really? You know. See? I, I think they're really selling it poorly. Maybe because, uh, yeah. Ari, Aster, Ari Aster knew, though. So Yeah, he probably did. Yeah. And then the uh, the last one, um, also April 14th, Mafia Mama with Tony Collette and Monica Bellucci. Uh she inherits a villa the mafia. in Italy and uh, finds out that she also has a crime family that she now has to run. And uh, I think it looks ridiculous and a lot of fun. I just want it to be as good as Ghost Dog was. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that would be wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I, making a note to use that as a puzzle piece. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, that's that's all the movies we're covering for April. Just, just an absolutely stacked month. But um yeah, Jason, is there something you watched recently you'd like to recommend to our listeners? Oh, man, you're putting me on the spot. Yeah, Dave, I'm going to go back to a TV show. So they just premiere. It's one of those uh, things, right, where it's like, hey, we haven't seen this show in 10 years, but we'll make a new season now. And uh, sometimes that gets annoying. But I've gone back and started rewatching uh, the old seasons of Party Down. Oh, and man, they're yeah. just so great. And what's so nice is like, I won't watch season three until I finish the first two seasons. And like, so it's giving me a chance to savor those old seasons while looking forward to the new season and everything. God, I should rewatch those. Ken Marino is so funny. They're all, they're (laughs) all just, just on fire there. Oh yeah. Well, Jason, tell people where they can find you and awesome movie here and everything else you're up to. Dave, I feel like people know where to find me yet. No one has sent in any money for me to make a movie yet. So that's very, this might be the time. This might be the chance. Uh, I'm on uh, all the socials. Jason Harris comedy, Jay Harris comedy. My website is now eat this comedy. Go for Jason exists but not as a website as a letterbox handle beautiful are you covering a lot of stuff on letterbox i feel like i'm you know everything i watch i try to get the you know on there but i'm three behind right now now that you reminded me i gotta gotta put the town in there i gotta put the the harmony kareen movies that we just watched this week for awesome movie year so absolutely all right on right on jason it's great. As Can't talk now, Dave. Got to fix my letterbox. Bye. <laughs> I'm Josh Bell. And I'm Jason Harrison. We co-host a podcast called Awesome Movie Year. Each season, we take a look back at an awesome year for movies, which is every year. We deep dive into these specific years and we pick out why they were such great years for films. We go over the biggest hits, the biggest flops, the best pictures, some personal picks, some cult classics. Years we've covered in past seasons include 1994, 2003, 1977, and 1984, and we've got all of film history to look forward to. So check us out at awesomemovieyear.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
All right. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Jason Harris about some of the movies coming out in April 2023. We got a lot of movies to cover. I'm, I'm excited to talk about some of these movies on the podcast. And I'm really excited about our Evil Dead Rise live show coming up April 21st. It's a Friday. Friday, April 21st at 7 p.m. at Maya Cinemas in North Las Vegas. And joining me for that one, we've got filmmaker Michael Keane, filmmaker Joe Black, and DJ, VJ, Cinephile, Jimmy Gonzalez. We have a great show lined up. I am so excited for the movie. We all know how much I talk about Evil Dead on this podcast. So to actually be doing a new Evil Dead movie and to do it as a live show, it's going to be a great time. So keep an eye out for more news on that. We're going to have a contest for winning tickets. And then, of course, tickets will be available directly from Maya Cinemas. And there will be a link in the show notes. And... Other than that, make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever you're listening to podcasts. Follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. Don't forget about our Patreon, the Produced by David Rosen Patreon, where I post bonus and advanced content from Piecing It Together, from Jason's podcast, Awesome Movie Year, and from my music career. Lots of great stuff over there. So check it out. And let's close this out with a piece of music like I always do. And at the time that I am releasing this episode, I should be getting really close to releasing a new music video for a song called Ascending. So I'm going to play that song, Ascending. This is from my latest album, More Content. And that music video is coming like any day now, any week now, maybe any month now, but hopefully any day now because it's like just there. I just got to... uh lock myself in my room and finish it up. But um, yeah, this is Ascending from more content. Hope you enjoy it. We'll be back with more Piecing It Together real soon.
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.